0: Welcome to Papa's Bible Stories. Each week, I pick a Bible story to talk to my kids about. I have a beautiful son, Jacob, who is seven, and a beautiful daughter, Leah, who is four. And these stories are for them. But even though these stories are for my kids, Jacob, Leah, and I would love it very much if you decided to tag along. What do you say? Well, let's get started. All right, kidzos, we're going to kick this thing off with one of my favorite Bible stories, which just so happens to be the first story of the Bible, the story of Adam and Eve. In the beginning, before anything existed, God had all of us in mind. That means God had you, kidzos, in mind, Papa and Mama in mind, And he had in mind anyone who has ever lived or who ever would live. But before God could create anyone, he had to create a place for all of us to live. So, one day, God sat down to make a world for us. He started by making light, then the firmament, then the land, and the water, and the plants and the trees. Then he made the sun, the moon, and the stars, then the fish and the birds, and then all the animals. And as each day went by, God looked around at all the things he had created, all the preparation he had made for humanity, and saw that it was good. He saw that it was ready. And then, after almost six days of creating everything, There was only one thing missing, the most important thing, the very thing for which everything else had been made, us. Now, when God made us, he could have snapped his fingers and created billions of people all at the same time, just like he'd done with all the plants and animals. But he didn't. Instead, he created just one person. Do you know who was the very first person that God created? That's right, Adam. Adam was the very first person to ever exist. And Adam was a man. Do you guys know how Adam was made? Well, the Bible says that the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground. Well, that's just a fancy way of saying that God made Adam out of, well, mud. Yep, that's right. Mud. Doesn't that sound a bit silly? And do you know what the name Adam means? It means the ground. Or mud. Yeah. Now, I hope you're not picturing in your mind right now that Adam was some kind of uh, mud monster. Some kind of brown blob with arms and legs dripping mud all over the place. Adam definitely didn't look like that. We are all children of Adam. Mind you, we are great, 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 great to infinity grandchildren, but children nonetheless, and none of us look like mud monsters. But mud, also called earth or dust, is what God started with when he made Adam. Kind of like how when you guys make a drawing for school, you start with a blank piece of paper, and when you're done marking on it, You have a beautiful drawing. The paper is only what you started with to make the drawing, just like how mud is what God started with to make Adam. Now as we already know, God had already created an entire world for Adam to live. But right after God made Adam, he decided to create an extra special place for him to live. And this place was called the Garden of Eden. Now, this garden probably wasn't like the kind of garden that we have in our backyard. You know, the one with carrots, cabbage, leeks, kale, herbs, and all the other stuff you guys planted with mama last summer. The Bible describes this garden by the kinds of trees that it had. So this garden was probably more like an arboretum. An arboretum is just a garden that has mostly trees. And the Bible says that God caused trees to grow that were... Pleasant to the sight and good for food. Now, most of the food that grows on trees is fruit. Do you kidzos remember what your favorite fruit is? Jacob, yours is definitely dates. And Leah, yours is probably mangoes. You kidzos know what that Papa's favorite fruit is peaches. And in my imagination, in the Garden of Eden there was a special place for peaches. And they would have been the best-tasting peaches ever. And I'm sure that your favorite fruit was there, too. And you know something else? The Bible doesn't say where Adam slept. But with all those trees around, I think that Adam slept in a treehouse. I mean, where else would Adam have slept? Wouldn't it have been a lot of fun to sleep in a treehouse every night? And with all the rivers and hills and valleys and forests and meadows to explore, all brand new, the Garden of Eden must have been the best place to live. Now, of course, we already know that when God created the world in preparation for us, he also created all the animals and birds. And after he made Adam, God decided he wanted to see what Adam was gonna name them all. So God brought every single animal and bird, to Adam. And one by one, he gave them names. Can you imagine what that would have been like? Can you imagine all the animals on the whole earth, standing in pairs, male and female, in one huge line, waiting for their chance to get named by Adam? I can just see a pair of animals walking up to Adam, and he says, mm, rhinoceros. And, mm, peacock. And after Adam named an animal, well, That's what its name was. But then Adam noticed something. Each animal had a special friend. For every male animal, there was a female, and vice versa. And the males and females seemed to do everything together. So, of course, Adam started to wonder, where is my special friend? And so God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Then God did something very unexpected. Again, God didn't snap his fingers and poof, there was Adam's special friend. Nope, didn't do that. Instead, and get this, God performed an operation. Yeah, that's right, an operation. You know, like when a person is put to sleep with special drugs, and a surgeon cuts open a person's body and fixes something or removes something, then closes it up. And the person wakes up later with everything fixed. Actually, you know, I was just telling you guys a few nights ago about how your Uncle Popo had an operation on his arm when he was only a little bit older than you. Well, God did the same thing to Adam. The Bible says, And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. And he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman, and he brought her to the man. Okay, so God started with mud when he made Adam, and he started with Adam's rib when he made Eve. Well, you can certainly say that God has an imagination. And the Bible says that after God made Adam and Eve, that he said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Now I want you kidzos not to miss how amazing that is. Do you know what God was saying to Adam and Eve? He was saying, Here, I've created a whole world for you, filled with plants and animals and all kinds of amazing things. It's my gift to you take care of it and go ahead and have a family so that they can enjoy it too and that family is a family that you kidsos, and mama and papa are all a part of wow what an amazingly generous and loving god that we have now before we finish up here there's a few things i want to make sure that you guys understand But what it would have been like to live in the Garden of Eden. First, there was no death. None. Animals didn't die. Plants didn't die. Not even one leaf ever died. People certainly didn't die. There were never any funerals. No one was ever missed. And people lived forever. Second, There was no pain. There was no crying, or hitting, or fighting, or lying, or guilt, or shame, or anger, or jealousy, or any bad feelings at all. Third. Life was full of joy, and fun, and meaning, and purpose. Fourth. Everything was perfect. Every animal, every bird, every fruit and vegetable, flower, blade of grass, insect and rock was exactly perfect with no blemish whatsoever. Nothing was ugly, nothing was messed up. And last, God was close to Adam and Eve and he loved them. Kinda like how Papa and Mama love you guys. God loved Adam and Eve only a million times more, if that's understandable at all. And the Bible tells us that God used to come and visit Adam and Eve and walk with them and talk with them, just like we do to each other now. Basically, try to remember the very best day that you ever had a day when nothing bad happened, you didn't get hurt, you didn't get into trouble, you didn't yell at your brother and sister. A day where you didn't get angry, and you felt 100% completely loved all day. Every day was like that in the Garden of Eden. Only a gazillion times better. And my son and my daughter, that life, the life that Adam and Eve had in the Garden of Eden, that perfectly amazing life, is the life that God wanted and still wants for you God loves you just as much as he loved Adam and Eve and God wants you to have the life that they had in the Garden of Eden and if when you're old enough you accept God into your heart and live your life for him you will have that life all right kids those that's it for today did you guys like the story I hope so I know I did Next week we're going to talk about the snake and how we got from that perfect life in the Garden of Eden to the definitely not perfect life that we see around us now. And to all the kids listening in, I hope you have an awesome day, God be with you, and I hope we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.